You're listening to Expansion, the podcast for EXP agents. Expand your skills, expand your value. Here's your host, Glenn Sandberg. Hey, welcome to Expansion, a podcast about personal and professional growth here at EXP Realty. I'm your host, Glenn Sanford, the founder of EXP, and each Tuesday and Thursday, I'll be talking to one of our icon agents about their careers, success, and ultimately what inspires them. Today, I'm excited to welcome Michelle Rinaldi, a nationally certified condo specialist uh, to the podcast. Hey, welcome, Michelle. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. So, so Michelle, you've been, uh, I think you've been um, selling condos or at least been in the real estate industry since about 2012. Maybe, maybe you can tell well, me as well, but uh, me and, and our listeners um, about your transition into real estate. Where, where'd you come from? And then how's the real estate journey been going uh, and what brought you to EXP? Okay. Well, prior, I mean, it's funny. I, I got my real estate license in 2012. Prior Prior to that, I was living in Toronto, Canada. I'm originally from New York. My husband's Canadian. We were living in Canada and I was a stay at home mom. So I really wasn't doing much of anything except you know, raising my daughter. Um, and then unfortunately he owned a business and worked for himself um, and he had to shut down his business, which him being the only breadwinner, you know, now what are we gonna do? So we ended up having to move out of our house Um, And we moved in with my in-laws. So now I'm living with my mother-in-law and my father-in-law with my four-year-old daughter in their den. My husband's not working and I'm not working. And I'm thinking, what, what are we supposed to do? Like, what, what is the plan here? So it was like around a year later, I had this great idea to get my real estate license. It was before a year, but I, I was building up to it. Like I was, you know, plotting it out, you know, writing it down on paper, literally on paper with a pen, writing steps to move to Florida to become a real estate agent, you know, and kind of went down a checklist, you know, find my daughter a school, get a real estate license, you know, move into a place to live, you know, like it was like the basics on paper. So we, I said to my husband, let's move to Florida. My in-laws happened to have a condo on Singer Island. I said, just give me one year because we're not doing anything here. This is insanity. Like, let me go and get my real estate license and give me one year. So he agreed. Okay, one year, Michelle. Well, I got to baby step my husband, you know, not, not little steps. So he said, okay. So we, we moved down to South Florida. Um, he couldn't work because he was Canadian. So he literally wasn't able to get a job because he, you know, he didn't have a working visa. He was here like as a visitor vacationer. So I ended up getting my real estate license um, and I just thought, well, now I'm just going to sell houses, you know, like I thought it was that easy um, and, it, and it wasn't, you know, we had, um, you know, what did we have? Uh, we rented our house. So we had maybe a couple hundred dollars a month to live on. We had one car. I had no credit because I hadn't been living in the U.S. for about eight years. So I had zero credit having no credit is worse than having bad credit. Um, I couldn't get a cell phone. So I'm here going to real estate school. My husband is dropping me off at the course and then picking me up. Um, I have no phone, I have nothing. And uh, it was, you know, it was just one of those things. It was, you know, 
just keep, just keep going. You know, I didn't have a sphere of influence. We didn't have any friends. We just kind of, you know, we're just, I, I me, I was just going to make it work because the alternative was, okay, Michelle, a year's up. You got to move back in with your in-laws, you know? So I was just like, oh, I don't know that, um, that story burned the, burn the boats, you know, like there's no going back. I was like, I'm burning the plane. We're burning the plane. I am not flying back to Canada. You know, I'm going to make this work. Um, and it, 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 it was, it was hard. It wasn't easy, but you know, we ended up slowly, you know, he was really supportive and I, I just, I, I was relentless to make, to make this work. There was no plan B. There was no working part-time. Maybe I'll just dabble in it. It was like do or die. You, you, if you don't work, you don't eat kind of a thing when we first got here. And then, so that was about 12 years ago. I mean, 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Yep. 2000. Yep. 2012. 2012. So how many deals did you do that first year? Not many. I didn't, I, I didn't do it. I, I didn't do many at all. I mean, I, I mean, I got out of real estate school, I got my license and then I just needed to learn. I didn't know, you know, how to use like a, a Supra box. I didn't know how to do a CMA. I didn't know, I didn't know how to negotiate, talk to buyers, talk to, I didn't know anything. I didn't have any kind of experience like that. So I, I wanted to go somewhere where I could, could learn all that. I'm one of those people that not anymore, but at the time it's like, I need to know everything before I do anything. And now I am kind of work the other way. Like just, you got to just jump in there and, 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 and do it and see what happens. But I mean, it was, it was a, it was a, a really big struggle in the beginning, you know, to kind of get things off the ground. I just joined a brokerage. They said, Oh, here, you know, here's like your mentor, they'll help you. But it, it was very, I was still very isolated because they kind of kept their business close. You know, they weren't going to really share how to do everything because then I would become their competition, right? So it's always like when you're involved in that, it, it, it's, it, it's limited amount of learning. It's not just like here, open book, let me just give you the keys and you, you know, you take over. It was, it was hard to get, to get going. It, it took me a couple of years to really, you know, get a deal and then work off that deal to get more deals and make a name for myself. And my market where I wanted to break into the, the condo market on Singer Island, it's not easy. The agents, the, the well-known agents where I really, you know, focused my entire business on they have been doing this 30 years before I even moved down here, like 30 years, they have experience. And then here I am. I mean, they would barely even if I had a show, oh, can I make an appointment to show your listing? They would say no, sometimes. No, who are you? You're not who are you? Because that's how tight knit it was, you know, it was hard to make a name. Now, I, you know, I shoot a text and they're like, sure, because they know I vet my buyers, they know who I am. And they know that, you know, they want to see my listings. So now I, you know, it's, there's a respect, but I had to earn it, you know, to get, right. to get in this market. And it is a, it is a bit of a rite of passage. I mean, become, you know, you know, in any market, I think there's a, there's a proving to the, the rest of the industry that you're there to actually be successful and you're willing to do what it takes. Like the, like 80% of new agents, like are out of the business by their first renewal. Mm -hmm. So 
Um, but you make it past that first renewal, you show a few properties, put a few deals together, you know, you start to get a name for yourself all of a sudden, you know, that was that resistance starts to drop away. And now they're probably going, Michelle's got a buyer for me. Let's uh, let's let's show this property. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I mean, I had a buyer I took out um, a couple of days ago um, and literally I had to give three agents on the island, maybe three hour notice. And usually they want 24. They all they all gave me access. They all gave me access. They all followed up with me. Um, the next day, what did they think? What did they think? Are you, you know, and, and it, it, it's, it's, it's good to be where I am now, but I don't forget the journey it took to get here. Cause I think that's important, especially wanting to give back to others and new agents and remembering how I felt and, you know, helping other agents not feel that way. So, so now how, how do you build your business today I mean it's probably a little different than than 10 years ago um, I'm guessing that you're more maybe sphere based and referral repeat referral what, what's your business look like how do you generate your your clientele how do you how do you nurture that 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 database well I do get a lot of referrals um, I do have a lot of um, you know past clients I worked with, you know, I sold their condo, then, you know, their neighborhood or, oh, my, you know, my, my cousin owns a condo or, you know, and then they, then they call me. Um, I did, you know, make a name for myself as a condo specialist, which I think was really important because I'm the only certified condo specialist in, in the whole county. I mean, there's, there, there's just, no one has that title. So when people think of me, they think, oh, who, sometimes they don't even remember my name. They're just like, who's that blonde girl with the ponytail? She sells all the condos. We know her. We see her running around. And, and then, you know, it, they kind of realize this is who we want to work with. Um, and then I, you know what? I do, a, I do a lot of Zillow advertising. I do. I, it, it, my, many of my clients um, are looking to buy from out of the state of Florida and that's where they're looking. That's where they are. That's where they are starting. And I've made a, a, a big name for myself on Zillow as a, you know, a, a preferred partner. And I get a lot of calls from, from them as well. And then I meet those buyers and then eventually they turn into my sellers, you know, so it's kind of over time. I mean, I've sold the same condo now multiple times. I sell it to them. And then they, you know, and then I sell it again to somebody else. So it, it's just, yeah. But Zillow, I mean, that's that's a tough nut to crack. You need to know how to, you know, talk on the phone. You need to know what you're talking about because otherwise they just treat you like your customer service. Right. Now, now um, certified condo specialist, is that, is that through NAR or where, where is that designation? Yeah, yeah, from? I, yeah it's, yeah, it's, um, it's recognized, you know, by the Realtors Association. And, and I, I took a, a course was put together by, um, an attorney, I believe out in California. Um, I went through the course, you know, passed the, the test at the end um, and uh, yeah. Okay, so would you recommend that people get that designation? I recommend that realtors decide um, what specialty they might want to incorporate in their, in their business. I think that there's so many real estate agents out there that you really need to set yourself apart from everybody else. You know, if, if you go in on a listing presentation, you know, 
three, four, five agents, they're really all going to say the same thing. You know, when I go, um, I can say, hey, I, you know, I am the only certified condo specialist in the area, you know, I, and then, you know, go on from there. Um, so I think if you want to incorporate condos as part of your real estate business, yeah, that's really important to do. If you want to, you know, focus on equestrian property or you want to work with, you know, waterfront property or, or you know, become the, the, you know, be a specialist in that area. And then that'll help give you business, you know, right. so... Yeah, no, and, and, and we talk about uh, a lot, and I'm, in, you know, the unique selling proposition. What, what ultimately can people sort of remember you for? For you know, for me, it was, I, I had was a, ran all the real estate, not real estate portal, but all the community portals for my local area. So not a big county, but if you went on to if you're searching for just neighborhood information or what events were going on, you went to birchbay.net because I I was smart enough to buy that domain. And so that created some uniqueness. And so that allowed us to scale. And then um, we, we were buyer based. So we called ourselves buyer tours realty. Mm -hmm. So that was a, that was our way to differentiate. So differentiation uh, is a, now do you now do you have a team? Is it just by, are you just on your own? How no, do you? It's just, it's all me. It's all me. All you. Okay. <laughs> it's all me. I work, well, it sounds I mean... like, it looks like you've got lots of energy. Uh, I do. Yeah, I do. My husband, um, he did end up getting his, uh, he, he, he is legal in the US now, all these years okay. later. So he is officially allowed to stay here. He did get his real estate license. So, um, and he is phenomenal with buyers. I mean, he's better. I'm, I'm a great listing agent, but he is wonderful with buyers. He, he has, um, he has his own way about him he's very laid back he's 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 very no pressure and i think in turn that makes people feel more comfortable and saying yeah let's let's go i you know i trust this guy so i you know have him take out a lot of buyers for me um and then i'll you know i'll i'll mostly deal with the with the with the listings i i like i like you know i, I like being the listing agent i like the marketing and the creativity and the you know, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I have my own way of, of, of showing, you know, condos and showing the amenities. And I say, I, it's like I give a Disney tour. Like people, realtors will call me and they'll be like, that seriously was the best tour of amenities we've ever been on. Like that, what you were a breath of fresh air. I'm like, well, you're buying an oceanfront condo. If this isn't fun, I don't know what is, right? Like this is, should not be a chore. Everyone should be having a good time. So I really enjoy doing that and, and helping people find what makes one building, you know, the one they want to live in versus another building. And, you know, you gotta, you gotta know your inventory, you gotta know your building. So I, I right. like that. Now, um, obviously you're with EXP now, but uh, I, I know you at one time were with a hundred uh, percent shop and then you maybe made a couple transitions over mm -hmm. the years. Uh, so what was, uh, what was your transition? What were your decision points for, for making those, those different moves? I would, yes, I was with um, a, a, a few different brokerages when I started. When I first started, my, um, what I looked for in a brokerage was education, learning. That's what I wanted. I needed to learn and I needed to, to find a brokerage that was pretty focused on teaching new agents. After I was there for about a year, I moved to a brokerage where they took 50% of your commission 
50%, but they gave you all the leads. So you literally were just given, they just, I mean, it was like hundreds and hundreds, it was a call center, hundreds and hundreds of leads. And you just call, 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 call. Oop, I hit, let's go. Now I'm going to go show properties back, call, 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 call. But I, that's where I learned. I mean, that's where I learned how to write contracts. That's where I learned how to start talking to buyers. That's where I learned how to, you know, and again, it was mostly buyers because it's so much easier to get started with buyers than sellers. You know, a buyer will go around with anybody. You know, a seller is really going to make you work for it. Um, and that's where I learned the industry. That's where I really, and, and got a thick skin. You know, it, it wasn't easy in the beginning. And there was a, a lot of, you know, there's a lot of crying at home by myself, you know, because you're new, you're nervous, you don't want to make a mistake, but that, that, if not for my mistakes, I would not be here. So mistakes are very important. Then after that was when I left and went to the 100% brokerage, because now I'm like, I know exactly what I'm doing. I get my own clients. I want all the money. So I did that. Then I went to where I got the marketing dollars. And then, oh, I came across Tom Trong, you know, and his, and his sister Elizabeth. And I just, you know, I, it was just, I, I just couldn't resist um, being a part of something that was different. I think when I joined the brokerage, um, the one right before EXP, I was kind of, you know, disillusioned at that point. I was like, oh, everyone, it's more of the same. It's more of the same. You know, it's like, how many different ways can you cook chicken? That's pretty much what I was dealing with. Like, I'm just so sick of chicken, you know? And then I hear about EXP and I'm like, this is not like anything I've ever heard of. This is insane. Um, and it was, a, it was a, a fluke meeting. My daughter went to elementary school with Tom's, niece and nephew. So Elizabeth approached me and said, Hey, you ever hear about EXP? I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. And she's like, well, I'll send you a video. I'm like, I don't not want to watch a video, but she followed up a couple times. And as luck would have it, I would say about maybe two weeks later, um, Scott Lewis um, and Tracy were down in West Palm beach. And Elizabeth said, I'm going to come just meet with them, come talk about them. He, and I had done a little research on my own. And, but at the time, my husband and I, we had, we, we were foster parents and we had just gotten placed with a, an infant. So I'm home, you know, with an infant. And I had another foster who was 11 months old and my, my daughter who was 10. And I said, I, 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 I want my husband to come and hear about this. I, I can't come and meet you guys with three kids at a restaurant or no. And they, they all came to my house, Scott, Elizabeth, um, Tracy, they're like, we'll come to you. And they all sat around my dining room table. We passed the babies to keep everybody quiet so I could listen. And they, they explained the entire model to me. And I was like, I'm in, I'm, I'm in. My husband's like, let's talk about this. I'm like, Oh no, baby, we are in, this is it. We're doing it, you know, but I'll, I'll jump and then be like, Oh wait, where does this land? And he's like, let's, and I'm like, no, we're doing it. So that was it. I was, I was, I was sold. It was, you know, it was amazing. And, you know, it was beautiful that they 
came to me like that, that, that was really, that meant a lot, you know? So it is a good decision. Yeah. Yeah. And you've, uh, you've been here for close to four years now. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yep. I'm in my fourth year. Yeah. So, and I, and and I, I say to anyone who asks, I said, look, I am the most open-minded person you will meet. If you want to propose something, you want to explain something you've got, you know, something better going on. I'll listen. I'll leave, but I'm still here because there's nothing, you know, but I'm open to it. Um, so I think that that's really, that's really important to be open-minded and, and willing to listen. Cause it, it, I mean, it's just, it's, I'm very happy. Awesome. Awesome. So, um, so for agents who are maybe just getting, I, mean, I know you're, you're doing, uh, your, your training uh, once a month in EXP university, but so you've probably got some great tips for new agents. Um, so do you have any, any tips that, uh, top of mind for agents just trying to figure it out and, and get started? Yes. My, well, before, before one of the, the, one, the, one of the first bits of advice that I was received was by the teacher that I was taking my real estate class with at the time, I didn't realize how important this was. I do now that I've been in the business a long time. And he had said to me, do not let real estate consume you. And I'm like, what does that mean? How does it gonna, what are you talking? I'm like, okay. Um, and then I quickly realized like, oh my God, he meant you need to set boundaries. You, you need to set the boundaries because if you don't want your buyers texting you at five in the morning, then you don't reply when they text you. Because once you reply, you're giving them the okay. You know, if you don't wanna answer your phone at 8 p.m., if you don't wanna work on a Saturday, you need to set those boundaries. Because if you don't, they will just keep, you know, pushing and pushing and pushing. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're a 24 seven agent. Um, and I mean, I, I see some, Real estate agents say, I'm available 24-7. I will tell you, I am not. I am not available 24-7. You know, like my 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 time is valuable and I, I want to spend it and I want to have balance in my life. But you, it's very important to set those boundaries. I and it's really funny because I should sometimes I don't take my own advice because I was working with um, a really lovely couple. They were buyers, and I I, I would, I would respond to them. They would text me and I would respond to them within minutes, right? Text, respond, text, respond. Well, after, you know, a couple of weeks, I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to do this anymore. So I didn't respond. So I waited. I said, I'll get back to them at the end of the day. Well, then my phone started ringing, you know, several hours later and <laughs> bless his heart. They were concerned that something had happened to me. Like they, are you okay? Is your family okay? We haven't heard from you. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Boundaries, Michelle, you need to, you know, keep your boundaries. You cannot just turn on people and, and switch it up. So that that's huge. You set your boundaries. Don't get on the buyer crazy train, you know, and, and, um, and when working with sellers, you have to be the most confident person in the room because you're selling probably their biggest asset. And if you're not confident about what you're saying, they're not going to be confident in your abilities. And I think that's really important. Right. Well, you know, one of the things that we didn't have when I was in, in the business uh, as an agent active 
is now on your phone. You got those little, fo have you used the focus settings on your iPhone? I don't know. Or do you have an iPhone? I do, I do, I have it right yeah, now. Yeah, so, so if you go into the settings, mm -hmm. there's a, and you, and you go down to the second section, it says focus, you can actually set it up so it will only ring for certain pe people in certain time frames. So literally you can say from, from like from like 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., right. I'll, I'll take phone calls from anyone. Mm -hmm. But from 8 p.m. to 8 a.m., I'll only take them from people on my favorites list. Or I'll even say that I only, only certain apps can actually notify me, you know, during my, my downtime. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's a, and you can set it up each day of the week can be different. So you can set up Monday to Friday. And so you can kind of do some cool stuff, but I, I've been using that and literally it's changed uh, my life because I no longer have to look at who's calling if they're not in my favorites list or mm -hmm. they're not in my contacts list. Um, then even during the day, if you're not in my contacts list, it, of course I get, I have the luxury. I can send them all the voicemail and then right. they can, they can, they can, they can leave a voicemail, but, um, but you can really start to you know, programmatically figure out who you want to take calls from. Like you could mm -hmm. literally say active clients, put them in that category and have those be the people who can interrupt your day because they're right. active. Right. No, that's, that's a great feature. That's great. Yeah. So. I just put my phone on silent. <laughs> there, there you go. There you go. Silent. Well, and, and of course the, it was the, the phrase is, uh, I always used to live by is love the ones you're with. Like if you're with them, that's who you're present for. And, yeah. uh, and, and then that means quite likely you're going to put a deal together with them. But if you're yeah. like some, a lot of times you're always distracted, it makes it a little tougher to get all your deals done. Yeah. So I literally have a t-shirt that says love the one you're with. Okay, perfect. There, there you go. <laughs> well, Michelle, hey, this has been great. We went, we went uh, uh, for actually a little bit over longer than my, my normal podcast time, just because you had so much information. You're so passionate, animated. It was great to, to, to listen and, and hear, you know, uh, I know there was other questions I, I likely should, should have asked that I didn't, but uh, uh, I think the idea is really just to kind of get those clues out there. Um, so that agents can kind of pick up different thoughts and ideas and then and then hopefully, you know, get incorporate those. Uh, I know you've got the class that you teach every month. So if you're interested in, you know, becoming a, uh, an, a expert in the, you know, your market in condo sales. Uh, I know that Michelle does a, a, a great class. And um, you can also, I, I think you're also on Instagram, Workplace, probably a whole bunch of other places. So, um, Anyway, so Michelle Rinaldi, thanks again for, for being on and uh, look forward to uh, chatting with you soon and uh, seeing you at uh, shareholders here coming yeah, up. I will be there. I will be there. Thanks for having me. Good stuff. Thank you. You've been listening to Expansion. Tune in every Tuesday and Thursday for new episodes. Thanks for being the best part of EXP.